<laughs> oh, I guess we're going up. Good job. What's going on? Find people out there on the internet? Man, we're going to get drunk, I guess. Yeah, I played like way plan? too much. That's my plan now. Cool. Well, I'll try and keep pace. All I can do is shots, so. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun-filled evening. Uh, I think we had both very vastly different weeks, so it uh, should be a good show. I'm so upset right now. I'm so excited. I literally I, got out of the mummy like a half hour ago, so. Did you? I did. I did. All, I had all my homework done by Sunday. When I, was, I um, barely started yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I did everything pretty much today. Because it's so, great, like, on Amazon, on the stars thing. Like, as soon as it turns midnight Sunday, they throw gods up. So, like, I watched it right away Saturday night. I was wondering. I figured that was going to be the case uh, when you said you had already watched it. So, what we're speaking about, what we're going to be talking about tonight, is the latest episode of American Gods, the seventh episode. Next one's going to be the finale. Um, we're definitely going to dedicate the back end to the American Gods next week. So, that's going to be the primary focus next week because. We're just going to be talking about what's our hopes and aspirations for the show, I guess. Um, but also tonight, we're going to be doing the Axe Murders of Velisca. Uh, I also have some knowledge on this specific house, I guess. Um, what else? Oh, Dirty Grandpa uh, was awesome. And then uh, finally, Tom Cruise reboot of the Mummy series. So. I, did you see uh, the other movie that you were going to see? Yeah, I saw it. It came at night. Yeah. How was that? Um, so, fuck off. You had you'd seen the trailer. Um, I think it was like two weeks ago. Last time we streamed on Twitch, after, after the show, when me, you, and Ian were talking about it, and there was like that scene where like she's puking goo in the kid's mouth and whatever and looked terrifying. They mismarketed that movie. It's not a horror film at all. <laughs> That's what everybody's told me the last three days, and I was like, not gonna happen. I don't want to. The last time somebody tricked me in that, I watched two hours of somebody just spitting goo into somebody's mouth, and I was like, I don't want that anymore. No. So like all all like the the scary things they leaned on in the trailer and stuff is all like dream sequences, and it's really just like. Uh, a survival thriller. It's this family locked in a cabin while this plague is happening. And then, you know, the standard of like, you know, humanity and how you try and be a good person and it falls apart in these terrible situations. And that's what the movie is about. I liked it. Um, it's really small, intimate. Um, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh, but I liked it. It's, it's good performances. It's really, it, it uses sound really effectively. Uh, it uses for a movie is that's ostensibly it, pretty like, much like Hush, kind of. No, no, it's really not. It's just like one night this guy tries breaking into their house and they capture him and they find out he's okay and he has a family. And they bring him and his family back and it's just two families trying to coexist and they start turning on each other. Happens hmm. and whatever. That seems strange, but um. Yeah. Anything else about it? Did you really uh, enjoy I, it? I, I thought it was good. It, it's it's definitely a movie that a lot of people 
they're probably going to hate. Um, it was projected to do like 10 at the box office this weekend, and I think it only did like six, so it's underperforming. But I think it's a movie that marketing is really going to hurt it. There is no it that comes at night. The, there is no horror element to it. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed, and word of mouth is going to kind of kill that movie. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. See, I think uh, I think everybody was just expecting Wonder Woman to do poorly, and I think it's still doing really well at the box office and like trouncing a couple ones that were expecting it. I think it's going to get another big boost this weekend because there's really nothing of note coming out really. What? You don't want to see Rough Night? Oh, listen. We're going to get into uh, how excited you are to see Cars 3 this weekend. No! <laughs> no. I already gave you Car Blanche, so uh, it's totally happening. I haven't seen the second one! You don't really have to. It's just the Cars doing the Cars thing. I have to see a fucking children's movie opening weekend? Yeah, you do. Got it. Fucking hate you so much. Well, since you put it that way, that might be a real kick in the ass. Let me think about it. We might kick that one off. Um, <laughs> I don't quit the podcast. I was, I was like, that one's gonna be the hard sell. I'm pretty sure, but I think you persuaded me to say no. Um, other than that, you want to get into American Gods? Great fucking episode. My favorite of the season. Again, it strengthens the zombie one. So, it's that one's getting better, so it's not such a terrible episode. But this one was fucking stellar. Like, this is my jam. It was all about Sweeney. Um, I love the duality our dead wife played. Um, I was going to ask you, they, they said uh, they were talking about... Um, the older lady's story, so that's a bigger thing in the the books. I'm guessing. What older lady's lady's story? The uh, Irish lady that actually brought Sweeney over. Um, the, the the coming to America story about Essie McGowan is straight out of the book. The only difference okay. is um, she was bringing like wood sprites. She brought like wood sprites to America with her, not leprechauns. So that's the only change. But otherwise, it's almost 100% exactly like it is in the book. And then, obviously, the stuff in the present with uh, Laura and Matt Sweeney is new. Because, again, like we've talked about the past couple weeks, that's all made up because they were hardly in the book. Um, really good. I really like this episode. I don't think it's the best of it so far, but it's for a show that has been getting a lot of criticism that it's style over substance. I felt this really injected some life and heart into the show. It wasn't so cold. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think it the Coming to America story just kind of... It was weird that they told it the way they did, just because, like, it made it seem like uh, McSweeney owed dead wife a bigger debt because they used her to play that role. So I don't know. Which I think was just coincidence. I think they just, they wanted to use that actress and let her do something different. What The big revelation in the episode, though, is that he owes her because he killed her, you know? Like, that's the big thing in the end. That, um, it, 
kind like I kind of almost figured it out right before they showed it. Um, but when he picked up his coin, I was really hoping he was just gonna flick it in the air and then walk the fuck off. But <laughs> I was like, God damn it! He fucking no, put the I... coins in her. I was like, yeah. Well, at least flip the ice cream truck and she fucking just like a beast. <laughs> yeah, and it you know in that in, in that moment it 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 redefines the idea that she's living more now that she's dead than she was alive. Like, uh, you know, she she lets Salim go, you know, and you're, you gets that great scene where Salim's able to tell Sweeney off when he's like, you're a disgusting, terrible creature, and I hate oh, you. Oh, see, see, I thought that that was the reason he was going to put the coin back in her, and then it showed that uh, he actually had killed her. Um, I think... She's gonna be the favor to Shadow Moon to get McSweeney out of the deep, out of the battle ode to Odin. Um, and I think that's why he's keeping her around. Also, which fucking just straight knocks him back when uh, he gives her the coin back. Uh, and like she, he knows he can't take her on in a fight, so he's just like just sits straight yeah, up but- while he fucking flips the truck. <laughs> And then there's that great little moment when, like, <clears throat> she comes back to life and, you know, like, she's ripped completely open. And that's her at her most vulnerable. You know, that she's dead, but she can't, you know, it's almost like she's naked, even though it's just, like, her body ripped open. Don't look at me. She's got to cover herself up. So she's much more, you know, reserved and being how a person should be now that she's dead. It's interesting. And it definitely opens up. You know, it may it makes Sweeney a more two dimensional character, three dimensional character. You know, he he obviously has this terrible remorse over for whatever reason. You know, he killed her for Odin, and you know he regrets it, and you know he fucked this person up. You know, and there's that terrible that idea of you know when he talks about his lineage, where he's like, I went from being a king to a woodland creature to a serial mascot. Like no one fuck cares about leprechauns anymore, and listen, what the fuck? Listen. You don't have to say anything, but, like, wink a couple times if they show Sweeney being a king. I don't know what the show's doing. Uh, the way they were talking about it after the show and, like, talking about Dead Wife doing it, um, it seemed like this was off the cusp and, like, they were just uh, spitfiring with half of it. But since you had said that it was straight from the books, I was like, man... I really want to read the book, but I really like this setup we have going with it. So, Well, that's the thing. is, like, if you had read the book, there's things I could talk about that I'd be like, oh, you see, this person was doing this, and it means this. But I don't want you to read the book, because I want you to fucking see these surprises come out. Yeah, this, this episode was just too fucking good. Um, so, oh, when they're in the funeral home to start the episode... It was so fucking six feet under esque. I was like, this is just too morbid. And to see the uh, brothers working on cadavers and shit, I was like, this is really weird. And then him fucking talking down to his brothers, like, don't you have some fucking stories to write and shit? I was like, that's really great. So, love that. Um, the buffalo showing up again, like, that whole just uh, image that they're dragging through the series. I, I'm sure it has a bigger play on everything, but just noticing it, 
uh, stealing the fucking ice cream truck was great. Yeah, when she's <laughs> like, I've never stolen anything. I want to steal this. And the guy's like, you got to hit me. And Sweeney's like, you don't want her to fucking hit you. Let me hit you. <laughs> just fucking empties his pockets and just like, whatever's there. And just grabs all that stuff. Um, the daddy issues from the coming to America story, like even like halfway through, um, I can't remember what life she was living, but like the song they were playing, like, uh, daddy's home song, it really stuck out to me for one of them. I think that was when she was saved by the warden. Well, like. What really stuck out to me was, you know, they're showing these scenes set in old England and Ireland, and they're scoring it with, like, 50s American pop. Like, it was really cool. Like, I don't know why, but it just worked. Yeah. I mean, it, it kept every bit of the story modern to a point where, like, I just for, I lost track of where they were in her life. So, uh, it was just great. Um, and then Sweeney in prison. That was a fun time. Uh, and then the reveal that he actually killed her, and then is talking to Odin's rape and shit. So, dude, like I, I am gonna ruin something from the book, and I hope they do it in the show. It might be my favorite exchange in the book. Uh, something happens, and Shadow's on his own, and he's running through the woods, and one of the one of the ravens is following him, uh, and he looks up at it, and he goes, "Hey." say never more and the raven just looks at him and goes fuck you and flies away <laughs> i'm gonna be so disappointed if they don't have that point <laughs> uh that sounds so great um yeah looking forward to the next episode uh obviously last of the season um i figured everything that's taking place well that's left to take place that i've seen from it, images and shit like I was expecting that shit this episode, so now I'm even more excited to see everything culminate to where it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I have an idea of what I think is going to happen in the finale. Uh, obviously, they showed Easter. Or, I mean, yeah. The, what? <laughs> the, What's Easter? Uh, Easter's not she, a god? Kristen Chenoweth, uh, she played... Uh, she was in Pushing Daisies. Push yeah, she's playing Easter. So What? I just yeah. thought she was like Southern Hospitality or something like that. No, she's actually Easter. And she's uh, one of the more, uh, like... Isn't that Jesus, though? That's the thing, is that uh, she's Easter, the old pagan god. But since huh. Christians have co-opted Easter as their holiday, she still gets all the fucking power from it. Is that where the bunnies were coming from this episode? That's a curious question. I don't know what was up with that. And oh. also, fuck that. Hit that bunny. Don't swerve and flip your ice cream truck. <laughs> I was really hoping like they were gonna tumble and like she was gonna spit out the coin and Sweetie was just gonna grab it and he's like just flip <laughs> her off fucking thing off, so Yeah, I fucking loved it. And I I knew she was Easter, I was just playing with you. Um, that's yeah, like so one of the things that's been spoiled like three episodes ago or so. so. And, and I think what I think is whatever, it's fine. But I think I know what they're doing for the finale a little bit. The rest is going to be up in the air. Uh, Chris so, yeah. Pine Jesus? We already got 
We got Mexican Jesus already. Yeah, but I think there's another Jesus, and they're just going to have a Jesus fight? Well, Wednesday said there's multiple Jesuses. He's already explained that. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Just a Jesus Royal Rumble? The last one standing gets them all? No, over the top rope. Yeah, Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> and what happens when, like, you flip one Jesus out, but there's a moat around it, so he just lands, and he walks across it? Does it count as being outside the ring? Fucking Jesus, I swear. Oh, man. Uh, anything else for this episode? I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, real excited. I'm so sad that it's it, it's going to be over in a week. Dude, it's like, listen, if you're listening to this right now, and if you haven't caught up, get the fucking Stars app. You got a week, get caught up, fucking watch it when it gets on the app, like, and then watch with us next week, so. Yeah, because you, you, they're, still, they're still giving away a free week of the Stars app. So you can literally watch one episode a day and be caught up in the finale and watch it be done. And it's phenomenal. Like, I haven't watched a lot of TV so far this year. Uh, I, I watched this and I watched Legion. And they're probably the main things I watched. I'm rewatching Preacher season one, getting ready for season two right now. But, like, Gods is a high bar. I don't know what's going to clear it. That's for sure. I watched the uh, goddamn Game of Thrones trailer again yesterday, and, like, I really don't want to watch it, but those dragons are fucking badass. <laughs> I won't be able to watch it for, like, I don't know, we'll figure it out. We might do weekly Game of Thrones. We might figure this out. That means I have to get caught up on the last season. It was so bad. Mm-mm. We had this discussion on a prior podcast. You were wrong, and it was really good. I hated it, though. Really hated it. Like we need to figure something out. We're about to lose a fucking 30-minute boy because next week we don't have American Gods anymore. It's true. It's true. Uh, we'll definitely figure something out. You have like two weeks to get caught up on Preacher for season two. Oh, How don't give me that. Season? I, How long the first is it? Season. I think it's like 10 episodes the first season. Oh, yeah. It's AMC. Yeah, that's doable. I suppose. Hours long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I watched... I watched like five and a half five and a half episodes in one day the other day when I started rewatching. Okay. I think I can rock that. Um, second show, little dirty grandpa action. Oh my god! Can How we talk? Great was <laughs> so we ended. Uh, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't put the last weeks on Twitch. We we ran through your YouTube channel, uh, like the old ones. Uh, and we decided we were gonna watch. Tucker and Dale versus Evil and Blazing Saddles. I was super cool with that. I'm like, I'm going to love everything this week. And then all of a sudden I get a text out of the blue and you're like, changing it. We're watching Dirty Fucking Grandpa and Velisca Axe Murders. And I... Listen, it would have just been us for five minutes saying how great each one of those movies is. So that's only ten minutes of time we would have taken up. So now I'm going to spend five minutes telling you how awful Dirty <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much, I, I reckon. Um, yeah, I, I watched Dale and Tucker, and, like, I was like, there's, I can't say anything bad about it, because I love that goddamn movie too much. Yeah, but we could have had, we could have had an in-depth discussion talking about how it breaks down the genre tropes of the horror film. 
Like, we could have. I mean, we now still I can. Stop. Did you watch now it? I can stop. No. Because now i got to talk about seeing Robert De Niro's fake dick. Like, and I don't want that. Alright. Nobody should have had to witness that, and I apologize for that. <laughs> that being said, I laughed a couple of times during the goddamn Like, I laughed at Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> and I think that's just because I love her so much, but even now it's like, don't. Stop it. Oh, okay. Here's another thing. So I told, I told them what we were watching, and I was like, it's Dirty Grandpa, it's De Niro, it's Efron, maybe he has some redemption from Baywatch. <laughs> he looks at it, he's like, I don't want to do it because it's going to ruin Audrey Plaza. I was thinking, I was like, maybe it's romantic uh, romance for Efron. I was like, it'll be fine. Starts the fucking movie. She wants to bang De Niro. I was like, oh, Christ. Luke's definitely going to fucking hate me for this. I was like, let's see how it plays out. Um, just ridiculous. I mean, it it was worth just a fun little time. No. It's, it's, oh, come on. Come on. It was, no. little, it, it was such a devoid from everything else we've been watching. It was just a, something to put on in the background to just have dumb, stupid dad jokes, I guess. No, because, like, one, the structure of that film is so fucking awful. It's bad. Oh yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't have a scene end with him making fun of how his car looks like a vagina, and then start the next scene with him making about how his car looks like a vagina. You can't do the same jokes back to back with the transition in between them. Yeah, you can because if you've ever had that family, you know they're making those jokes for that two hour transition. It's bad. It's bad. And like, why? I didn't need to see Robert De Niro's dick. I didn't need to see him jerking off. I didn't need to see, <laughs> like... Listen, happens in, like, the first five minutes of the movie, I was like, I, I, was, I made a bad decision. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that one. And but now we gotta they, they have fucking Efron playing the straight man, again, which is wrong. They fucking... They... One, I didn't know where it was going. I had no idea where it was going. One, it was entirely predictable. Two, uh, yeah. I, I love, I love Jason Manzukas, but I never trust that motherfucker ever. <laughs> <laughs> By far, the best part of the goddamn movie. Oh, man. Just a jail. He's like, I had a bag of drugs with me. Uh, you think I could get that before I get out of here? I mean, it was worth it for a watch. I would have much rather watched Blazing Saddles again. So much more. I'm sorry. That one's on me. So did it it redeem Efron for you? uh, No. Not really at all. Like, it was too super predictable, and I was like, oh. So it did redeem Efron, and it ruined De Niro. So what was the point of this? Uh, no, actually, it showed me De Niro playing just a random-ass character. Like, he's played the same character for, like, the last three years, and I'm just tired of him just being an old guy that doesn't have a job, that gets a job, and shows all these young whippersnappers how to do a job. It's like, like, this is basically just an R-rated version of his character from Meet the Fockers. Uh, yeah, I basically just equated it, like, this is what happens when his life fell to shit. 
and I would have much rather watched that movie. Like, I don't need... There is literally a scene where De Niro just goes up to Efron and just goes, I want to fuck for 45 minutes. He just goes, I want to fuck. I want to fuck. I want to fuck. <laughs> it's so gross. I don't... I can't. It was. I got nothing. I got nothing. I had a couple laughs, and I'm sorry. And literally, I'm not joking. He takes his clothes off, and Efron's just like, did you get naked? Oh, man, stay away from me. And the next thing is just like, boom, here's my dick in your face. Like, what? And also, let's talk about this weird thorough line where he totally is homophobic and makes fun of the gay character repeatedly until he beats up another minority character and makes him apologize for him through him. What? Listen, that's, that's brotherhood. No, it's like not. If, like, if, if I'm making fun of you in public and somebody comes up to a bar and starts making fun of you to become friends with me, I'm not having any of that. I'm going to kill also, somebody. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But really? Did I need to see Robert De Niro drop the N-word in this movie? No. <laughs> Listen, he, he was clear to say it, so that's all I got. No. No. <laughs> no. Come on. The hornet scene on the beach? Little bit? What? The pedophilia scene? No. <laughs> Little ridiculous. Like, over the top. Just a kind of bad movie. I was. I had hopes that it was just going to be a funny romp. I was misled and I was sorry. I'm sorry. And also, we have to bring up the fact that the movie decides to end play two credits, two names pull up, and then it goes to another scene. No, that's not how you do movies. <laughs> you just put that at the end and end on it. I mean, yeah. When uh, it showed up and it was like, oh, they have a, oh, that's, you know, that's good. That's weird. That's a little way too weird. That yeah. guy's just, that guy's gonna die before that kid reaches yeah, and he's all like, yeah, check out, baby's got a good dick. Like, no, like, no, I'm upset that you made me watch this. Listen, I'm upset too, and I'm, I, hopefully I'll redeem myself for the next week. We're going all picked, in. Have you picked everything for next week, or are you just fucking me with cars? I mean, we're gonna see. <laughs> I'm literally... Next week, I have carte blanche. I'm going to find the worst fucking shit ever. Listen, everybody relax. I mean, I'm taking some hits, too. I had to watch a scary movie. <laughs> oh, are we moving on to this? Are we moving on to it? Yeah, let's talk about Beliska, the axe murders of Beliska. I, I fell asleep during it. it. I had to watch it. No! 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 No. First of all, I've been in the house, and I have prior connections to the story, so... Yeah, and that wasn't the fucking house, so... Listen, yeah, but it still was... It got me into that mode. What? You're telling me... What? You're fucking telling me they couldn't film at Velisca? Really? Like, (laughs) Velisca wouldn't let them I know, that was the weirdest goddamn thing. So I've got a lot of nitpicks for the whole, the movie as a whole. Well, let's start in case anyone is, if it's their first episode or if they don't know, we are from Iowa. That is where we are. True. Yeah. I've spent the night there. There is 
a house in Villisca where you can take tours and you can pay to stay overnight. Get your pen out of the fucking camera. Listen, uh, that's the uh, that's the address and the phone number if you want to stay the night. It's only four hundred bucks. Four hundred dollars? Yeah, four hundred dollars. I was one of four people. I paid one hundred dollars of that. Listen, I ties to it. Anyway, there is a house in Villisca where an axe murder happened. A guy broke into the house at night and he murdered eight people, and no one ever caught him. And it was fucked up because like he like. He killed them all real quick, one one hit, and then he went back and like hit hit everyone in the face like thirty seven times. It's really fucked up. But we decide to make this a tourist attraction and let people pay four hundred dollars to stay a night there. It's even worse than that. So speaking of the movie, it's a, all right. I mean, it's no, it scared me. No. Okay, it's a bad movie. I'll this admit is it. Kind of, this is I watch a lot of shit horror movies. This is one of those that I would have shut off within 10 minutes because I know it's bad and I don't want to watch it. But I had to because of this fucking show. One, I fell asleep during it the first time and then woke up and I was like, you know what? I slept through 20 minutes. Maybe I'll just watch the end and be good. No, I decided to rewind it and it was a mistake because fuck this movie. All right. So uh, we brought up 1408 a couple weeks ago. Um, If you know me. I lost my sister five years ago. The following summer would have been like the 101 anniversary of Villisca Axe Murder. Uh, I was looking for paranormal crap and decided to go with the Villisca Murder House, whatever. So, wow. Let's stop this real quick. Why was I not invited to Villisca? We weren't talking and you didn't move away and everything else. You were way too high society for me. I've lived in Des Moines for eight years. It ain't like I fucking moved all of a sudden. I got it. I got it. Yeah, fuck man. This hurts. It hurts. I think Listen, we're talking. invited next time, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, right, I'm not spending $100 on that shit. Fuck you, man. So, when you show up to this house, the lady that does the tours... Wait, hang on. It's a lady? It's not fucking the uncle from Napoleon Dynamite who does the tour? <laughs> nope. Nope. No lady. And False advertising. only do the tours in the first half of the day. If it if the sun has crested, she will not give that tour. What is she, a fucking Cinderella? Oh, Gotta be home geez. when the sun goes down? She's crazy about it. She's like, no, I don't want to be in that house if it even remotely gets dark. Okay, is everything roped up like it is in the movie? Huh. Is there creepy mannequins sleeping in the beds? No. So, this, okay, so what I've heard is the filmmaker spent a night at Villisca and then decided to make this film. So he just lied about everything? Oh, uh, a good deal of it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, One, also. First, first complaint. Teenagers. I don't need fucking teenagers in this movie. Fuck them. Listen, they pulled teenagers off better than goddamn 13 Reasons Why. Dude, dude, motherfucker, you just told me you can spend $400 to spend a night there, and these kids are like, nah, we're gonna break in because they give us a shit tour. No, fuck this movie. Sorry. Uh, also, so the main actor, he's actually from a soap opera, and uh, plays a character named Noah, so I was like, goddamn it. I'm fucking three times in on this goddamn movie. 
you better wow me. And as soon as the creepy kid shit started, I was like, God, fucking God damn it. So. It did. The film didn't make any sense. They just, everyone was getting possessed. Everybody just got possessed and everybody just wanted to kill everybody. I was just waiting for everybody to just line up in a circle and just take a swing at the next person and everybody would just die at the same time. And guess what? I'm going straight to the end. If we are all staying outside a burning house, I'm not sacrificing myself. We're all running. Fuck that. Wait, did the other guy stab himself to death? Yes. I didn't. Like, I thought he just stabbed himself. Like, they didn't show him actually dying from it. No. The the jock guy, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, he went to stab the dude, and the ghost girl turned the knife and stabbed him. So, like, I didn't realize that the three ran outside, and I was like, there's another fucking dude in that fucking burning building. No, so, and also, tip, pro tip to everyone out there, if you're breaking into a house or doing any kind of crime, don't post it on Instagram, and so everyone knows where you are. <sighs> All right, so... uh they definitely don't have an axe at the place. Like, they have no weapons or axes in the house or anything like that. Uh, there's no mannequins. The cellar is a fucking cellar. It's not a goddamn basement. It's just a goddamn door on the outside, and it's a hole under the house. Oh, so you're not saying it was a fucking 27-foot-long hallway? <laughs> yeah, you can't get up out. to the goddamn upstairs through it. <laughs> so it's like, fuck you guys. Um, everybody went crazy. Uh, they do have covered mirrors everywhere. Um, so the the pictures they have in this place all have domed fucking uh glass on them. So they have the like the pictures follow you shit like that. Okay, want to hear the let's just, let's just get to it. Did you experience any supernaturalness? Yeah, I totally did. No, you uh, no, I absolutely did. A couple hours in, I heard a boy giggling, and I was like, fuck this, I'm not spending the night in the house. Did you not? No, I absolutely fucking not. Listen, <laughs> you hear a boy giggling in a goddamn house where everybody's murdered? No, I'm not fucking crashing. So you spent $100 to get scared and run out of a house? Listen, hold on, I'm not fucking done. So, none of us were prepared for this? Who was like, it? Let's start there. Uh, I don't know what else we know. Me, Kurt, Brittany, and Mike, and his girlfriend. I don't know Mike, so fuck him. Mike from uh, Walmart. Frankenstein? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. No. From Pets. No. Uh, so, uh, the fucking house itself is, um, there's no electricity going to the house. <laughs> they run power cords. From the barn that wears the bathroom and everything. Um, so that runs one air conditioner cooling the whole goddamn house. Um, the axe murderer, like, was in the uh, attic space above the kitchen. And, like, you open the door, you can see that, like, where he was supposedly. But, like, they're giving the tour. And they're, like, they look directly at me. They're, like, listen. I don't mean to be rude, but I would not go over there because your size, you will go through that. I was like, absolutely right. I know, I know my limits. <laughs> uh, 
so it was just ridiculous the whole tour itself um there's supposedly like this spot in the floor if you put a ball like it'll roll around and like that's supposed to be the uh yeah it's called playing. an uneven floor you, you groove <laughs> listen i'm getting to that asshole uh apparently they sold the house like in the 70s moved it off site they brought it back like early 2000s and they just put a big fucking sign out front so like it all of the shit is original <laughs> in the house nothing's original and just so everyone knows it is a historical site in Iowa eight people were murdered in a non-original house and it's a historical site no I mean it's the original house they just moved it back yeah but like they don't have anything in the historical house. fucking site so That's like we, saying the Twin Towers are a historical site. It's, it's just tragedies, and you don't need it. Uh, so we totally weren't uh, prepared. Like, they just have period-correct beds, which are just fucking the raw iron with strings on them and, like, kind of a mattress. So, like, nobody's fucking worth sleeping on that shit. Day. That's what you're saying. I mean that, but, I mean, there was nowhere to fucking sleep, and I wasn't sleeping on a hardwood floor. So uh, Odin was the best, next best option. You don't sleep. You try to investigate the paranormal. Listen, motherfucker, it's for four rooms. You stand in the kitchen, you you look upstairs, you're like, yeah, a couple rooms in the living room and then the side room. Like, I saw this movie. It was a goddamn mansion. <laughs> and then that fucking boy giggled, and I was like, uh, I'm down the barn. Like, I want us to go back, because the, the boy would giggle, and then I would start shit. Like, I'd pull out a Ouija board, <laughs> and I'd conjure demons, and we'd burn this place to the ground. I mean, I would, because fuck that shit. Like, and it would all... Well, it would... Oh, oh. You know what we should do? Instead of our fucking, like, everyone pay money and we'll watch horror movies, we should get fucking, like, GoPros and go spend the night in Feliska. Oh, yeah. fuck you, man. No, absolutely not. And I'll watch for, for that. Fuck you, man. <laughs> and so, we can have, we can start a voice chat so everyone can talk to us and tell us what to ask the Ouija board. Listen, Velisca, they don't have goddamn internet, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not just running internet just for the fuck of it. And also, just so we're being clear here, this kid was like, I'm graduating early, and I'm going to Omaha. Because he shot somebody in a stick-up. This movie would, like, vaguely... If people watched it, they'd be like, I think Omaha is a big place in the Midwest. I get it. And we're just like, fuck this. This is awful. It's a bad movie. I just had shit to uh, add to the topic, so I mean... It did scare me because of the fucking shit I experienced when I was there, but... Okay, listen, okay? I'm going to tell you one thing. If, motherfucker, we are in a haunted house together, and I walk up to you, and you have completely black eyes, I'm going to go shit inside. (laughs) What's going on? Why why are you being like this, Denny? (laughs) Also, the horror queen was with us, though. I don't know. Picky fingers. Why is that such a big deal in high school? It's like, oh, sorry, you were having sex. Whatever. Well, it's because they posted it. That's why. 
seemed to handle it a lot better than 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> there was no tape. Could you imagine? Could you imagine she just leaves the front door and just leaves a box of tapes? Just she leaves 13 axes with a note inscribed on each one? Uh, but, like, there's, I don't remember what the point. Oh, this chick, she's like, I'm from the big place of Chicago. And I'm like, okay, that's big, it's fine. And she's like, but this guy, I don't even know, who's going to leave tomorrow, smash this other kid's face in a locker, and now I'm in love. Uh, it's uh, so Obviously, you were never in high school. That's fucking dating material. No, I was one getting shoved in lockers, okay, so. Oh, you, well, you shouldn't have been such an asshole all the time. I was. <laughs> That's such a fucking dick to everybody. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. I struck out. I, I mean, I enjoyed the movies, kind of, but not really. It was really bad. There's a lot of repressed homosexuality in it, which I don't understand. <laughs> it was just uh, every high school aspect of it, I was like, Come on, everybody's better than that. You guys no. literally drove like two hours to go <laughs> get on a tour, but you just can't hang out with each other? There is one part that's real, though, and that is that all assholes in Iowa carry butterfly knives. It's true. I was one of those in high school. Fucking, yep. I'm not going to lie. We fucking all have them. I, they give them to you freshman year. We couldn't have switchblades, so I mean, they were like, next best thing. Everyone had it. I'm not fucking lying for us. Iowa, they give them to you. So if you want a butterfly knife, or if you want your lineage to have butterfly knives, go to Iowa High School. Because, no, not even high school. What you do is you go to all the paperweights. That's how we people knives here. Uh, fucking, I'm sorry. I'll take another shot. It's okay. So, shall we get on to the main attraction? Okay. Holy Christ, is Universal all in on this dark universe? Did you notice by the fact that the logo of the dark universe is the first thing you see? <laughs> So they rolled the universal. They're like, wait, the dark universe. Somebody I was like, spent a good amount of money on that. <laughs> like, nope. That 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 would essentially be like, like if opening night of Green Lantern, there's like, boom, Green Lantern universe, and they're like, oh no, we fucked up. <laughs> I mean, motherfuckers are all the, all in on it, I guess. Uh, did you enjoy the movie? No. Because I did. I really fucking did. My problem with it is tone. I don't think it adheres to what it wants to be. It's all over the place. Um, I, I, this closed. Closed to being what I wanted, and that was a spiritual successor to the Brendan Fraser movie. It's just fun and full of adventure and cheese, and it's so fucking close. It's not quite there. I saw that mummy face in the sand, and I was like, yes, yes, no Brendan Fraser. Son of a bitch. It was like happened no, like two okay. or three times, and I was like, ah? 
there is a scene where it is it's not because I'm drinking in this movie. Just I don't remember anyone's name. The blonde chick, the romantic lead. Jess. She's trying. Jen. It's definitely J E. Jess. You don't even. Janelle, Josie, and the Pussycats. Oh, no, it started with the chick. There's a part where she hits the guard in the head with a book, and I'm a hundred percent sure that's the fucking book from the original Mummy with Brendan Fraser. From uh, when they're in the. Uh... Office area? Yeah. Totally had to have been. I'm pretty it's sure got it was. the lock part in it. The lock, I was yeah. just like, I was like, I'd rather be watching the Brennan Fraser movie right now. <laughs> Listen, besides that, for being 5,000 years old, not a bad looking mummy. <laughs> uh, uh, before we talk about the movie, what is this dark universe supposed to be? Like, are they going to be the Monster Avengers? I mean, what the fuck are we going to do here? <laughs> uh, I I hope they're going to have fucking, uh, like, crossover movies where they just go for swing dance lessons, I guess. I don't fucking know. Like, because, like, what, what? Is, like, the fucking old gods going to come back? Cthulhu's going to descend from the sky? And they're like, oh, I know. We need the fucking Invisible Man to fight him. I'm like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, I think they just want to have the monsters fight each other, so they kind of have to, like, set this all up so they can, I guess. That's all I can come up with. Here's the exact problem. We're going to start that they fucked up the beginning already. (laughs) How so? Tom Cruise gets the power of set at the end of this movie, and he can resurrect the dead. Spoilers! Fucking spoilers! I'm, no one wants to see this movie. It's like it's like fucking running your dick through broken glass. It's not worth watching. Listen, go see the movie. It's pretty fun. It's a great fun ride. No. So they've immediately diminished any tension that, that these Dark Universe movies can have. Because you have a character who's ostensibly good who can resurrect the dead. I mean, yeah. But he's because running around. In the last ten minutes of this movie, he resurrects two people. Already, death is negated in this universe. There are no tension. Uh, yeah, but fucking, uh, Mr. Hyde is fucking badass. No, fuck him. I enjoyed that little scene where they were fighting in the office. It's just, uh... I don't need it. I don't fucking need it. <laughs> I was really expecting not to see him whatsoever. I figured we'd meet or see Russell Crowe for five minutes. He'd just be like, I'm Dr. Jekyll. And then we'd never see him again. But like. And also, I'm, I'm saying it right now. Right now. If I ever, ever see a movie where the villain is captured and placed behind glass where the good guys can watch them until they break free, I will fucking walk out of <laughs> I'm so sick of it. It's the worst. But they were trying to freeze her. No. Mercury they could have done, done that shit anyway. Anywhere. Uh, fuck it. They, they did whatever. I don't know. I was falling asleep during this movie. So <laughs> they caught her in the middle of a forest with goddamn harpoons and they're just like, I don't know, chain her up, I guess. 
Well, yeah, we're going to inject mercury into her fucking veins. I don't know. Go throw in that giant fucking pit of mercury you pulled her ass out of. Like, problem solved. <laughs> uh, yeah, problem solved. Um, we just go in there, we put a bullet in their head, and we go ahead and get lunch. <laughs> like, awesome power shit. Uh, like, I don't, I don't, I don't. They they completely ripped off Jake Johnson's character from American Werewolf in London. Complete rip off. For no reason other than to be like, oh, we just need a dead character hanging around. Um, every action scene in the movie was in the trailers. You uh, spend. See, I don't see the trailer, so I don't. Know that. You, you spend an inordinate of t- amount of time in fucking <laughs> just just hanging out in fucking warehouse 13 in London or wherever the fuck they were there. Like, oh no, it was beautiful looking movie. Like, no, it was the a were done mess. Well, it was a mess. Dude, I love when, the way the mummy worked. When she, the mummy she rolled, when she first rolled out and she's like complete CGI flopping around, it was not good. Not. And then there's it was like it was better than a goddamn jump scare, so I was like, I was like, all right, flop around. And like, Tom Cruise punching people's heads off was real bad. Like, it was, like, I don't know. There's there's a point of me where like, it's weird. It's weirdly there's a weird dichotomy to essentially make. Tom Cruise, the mummy, an ancient evil walking dead thing at the end of this movie, when that motherfucker's like 60 years old and he looks like he's 20. Like, I don't understand it. There's a weird dichotomy there. Listen, I bet that motherfucker has a fucking pole cord uh, clause in his goddamn contract, though. Like, if that shit like, started going south, they can just, you can just dump the whole thing. <laughs> Not like that. Like, it would be tied to six shitty monster movies. Ah, I just like, yeah, I really want to see him and Johnny Depp running around together in a fucking universe. What the fuck? So, Ed, uh, I figured Tom Cruise was going to die because they showed uh, the chick mummy in, like, the group photo, whatever, for the Dark Universe. So I was like, did they just spoil the goddamn movie? And then, lo and behold, she dies at the fucking end. It's like, you guys had her on the team for five minutes? Because I thought they were going to turn her good or somehow, and I was like... And, like... And then you get halfway in the movie, and it's like, what? And I don't understand. I don't. Like, explain it to me, okay? So, she wants to make this ruby go in this dagger so she can stab Tom Cruise and make him sad. Russell Crowe wants to put the ruby in the dagger and stab Tom Cruise to somehow defeat her plan. Tom Cruise puts the ruby in the dagger and stabs himself. They're all fighting against each other, but they all want the same thing. Like, I don't... There's no conflict that's apparent in this film. Don't you have brothers and sisters? That's how they fight. We're in the dark universe now. We're in the... (laughs) We're there, baby. Dr. Jekyll leads the team, I guess. He's our Nick Fury. Oh, man, so then, I hope they have fucking Avengers, monster Avengers. 
just fucking like the Frankenstein Buster comes down and fights him. And... <laughs> I want it all. I don't know what they're doing with this. I think I think this is the one time where I'll agree with you that a shared universe is a bad idea. You should let the shit grow and naturally instead of jumping in. Because, like, what? What are they going to do? I don't get it. Yeah, it really, like... <laughs> These these film houses are so excited to start a universe that they forget to make a cohesive story for the one of the movies and just lead with that. But like, they're just like throw shit at the wall. Something's gotta stick. And nothing really stuck in this movie. <laughs> no, like you said, everybody was going towards the same goal. Like when they it's realized the all of them were gonna kill, try stabbing him. I was like, well. What? <laughs> so fucking get caught and get stabbed, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I really didn't follow what was trying to happen in that movie. Whatever. I, I was literally it. the whole time, I was like, fucking jingly keys, jingly keys, jingly keys. I was like, I was just fine with what was happening. But now looking back, I was like, it's a real mess. <laughs> it's almost, real almost a sandstorm in London, you could say. Like, I, I, I think you could enjoy it. Like, I, I'm not going to say it's an enjoyable film. Um, I It's just not what I wanted. I wanted more of uh, uh, either one way or the other. Either lean more towards, like, this, like, gothic horror of it or lean more towards the action-adventure. Like, don't, don't is, mix it Is Dracula and Cold still part of the Dark Universe, or did they cut it out? Uh, they just gave up on that. What? Did you see that? Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Dude, it's a Castlevania like, movie. He's just like, I want to throw bats at you. Bill Nighy's a fucking Nosferatu over in the corner. I can dig on that movie. Shit, the sun's coming up? What if there were clouds and now I can fight? <laughs> Dude, it was a lot of fun. I fucking love that movie. It was like See, the I one can... time I like, uh, what's his fucking name? Luke Evans? Yeah. Like, that's the only film... Enjoyed like he's just a fucking badass as Vlad, and like trying to fight off that infection for a week or so, and then just wrecked house. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's worth watching. I think I think we're gonna probably see like uh, a scale back in these movies. I don't think they're gonna make fucking hundred and fifty million dollar. Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein movie, but like, I think they're well, gonna scale back. I don't know about that. If they got fucking uh, what's his name already attached to it, dude, Harvey or Bar- Bardemi pulling no money. Mm, Skyfall and shit, man. Skyfall. Skyfall is terrible. You want to talk about how awful those James Bond movies are? No, nope, let's not do it. Let's not do it. I'm not gonna do this. I'm, you're not getting me mad at the end of the show. You can pull it, pull it back. Casino Royale is the only one worth watching. Fucking Skyfall. No, we're not doing this. I'm not going to get pissed off. I had a good week. We're all enjoying shit. What not? Do you want to know what you're going to watch next week? What are we watching next week? Obviously the finale of American Gods. Mm-hmm. Cars 3. Wait, what? Uh, no, fuck Cars 3. <laughs> uh, we're going to do Days of Thunder. Because I want to get... It's on uh, Amazon, so I checked it out. Okay. 
because I have to get the taste of a good Tom Cruise movie in my mouth. So. You want Tom Cruise in your mouth? <laughs> Whatever. He's got a lot of money, and he likes Scientology. I guess he can tell me the boys will go. It's whatever. Uh, and then uh, Blood Drive on Sci-Fi. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to watch that. Uh, I think it's probably on the app. You probably have to download it. Um, but it doesn't premiere till Wednesday, so I really can't sh- test my theory. But it's a it's a grindhouse cult show for sci-fi, so we're sci-fi not going to watch every episode, but we're going to give the first episode a shot. Sci-fi is a one wor- one show worth watching. That's the Battlestar Galactica remake. That's it. They've done Not nothing true. else. Orphan Black was good. That was a BBC show that ported it over. Yeah, kind of. Uh, fucking, what was the uh, werewolf in uh, Vampire movie or show? The Were the roommates? Yeah. I don't know. I watched the original BBC version. Not yeah, the remake. The remake, and I thought it was awesome. Almost Is that it? Almost yeah. Uh, I can't yeah. see Cars 3 if you get a chance. But. Do, you, do you understand that next week, when you've given me carte blanche, there's no movies coming out in theaters? Except for Transformers, which we both agreed not to see. Yeah, I can't. So you giving me carte blanche? No, it's Transformers is the only thing opening next week. No, there's got to be something else. It is Transformers, and that is it. All eyes on me. That's this oh, week. That's um. Yeah, but the next week there's nothing. Also. No and week after that, Baby Driver, isn't it? No, that's the week after that. Oh, no, 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 no. Transformers comes out early. Transformers comes out early, so it's a little weird. Uh, so, yeah, Baby Driver will be the following. So, anyway, you've given me carte blanche on a movie where there's no films in theater, so I'm going to upload whoa, you with whoa, a Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't get carte blanche if you're not seeing Cars 3. <laughs> Them's the deals. You get carte blanche if you see Cars 3. I think I can pretend. I can fake my way through making it. I feel really bad because if you do see Cars 3, I have a feeling you're going to have to see Cars 2. Because you're... And I don't want you to see Cars 2 because it's a bad movie. Cars 1 was bad. I thought you liked that. No, Cars 1 was in like... I was like, whoa, Pixar. And then I watched Ratatouille and Up in the Air and Wally, and then I was like, I'm done. I haven't seen anything since then. That's fair. Uh, those blockbuster days were a blur. I'm, I was drunk half the time anyway, so. I was drunk at work half the time. Oh, almost all the time, specifically. So we got Blood Drive, Days of Thunder, fucking American Gods. Go see. Watch American Gods. What are you doing yet? Get the goddamn app for a week and fucking watch it through. And then watch the finale and talk with us about it. Yeah, because I imagine I imagine a good chunk of next week's episode is going to be American Gods. But we can also do Dare, Daredevil next week, so. Yeah, you do have to start getting on that. We have like two months and you have four seasons to watch. 
I was gonna say suggest it for next week, but I think we're gonna have enough our hands full with uh, fucking American Gods. So yeah, I think the week after when we're not seeing Transformers, we might start the Netflix shows. Or we could see fucking Transformers. I haven't seen four, so I'm not doing this. Uh, fucking four. A real mess. You want to talk about a movie I real hate. Yeah, Is it because they fucked up Grimlock? One, because they fucked up Grimlock. But two, like, they teased that they were doing the original cartoon movie, just, like, spacing it out. And, like... Mm -hmm. Four just threw that in the barrel. They're like, we lied. These are just robots fighting robots. And the motherfucker, Optimus Prime, the last shot of the fucking movie, he has rocket boots. He's had rocket boots the whole fucking movie. All he had to do is hit fucking go and go into space. Solves all the fucking problems of the movie. Does that also mean that he's had rocket boots for four movies now? And not done anything with rocket boots? Yes, that's all he could have fucking done. That's why that's why I can't see it. But that goddamn trailer keeps teasing me. It's like, maybe they made a good one. And it's like, no, fucking, it's not going to happen. Can you imagine, though, if, like, the fucking Anthony Hopkins is like, hey, did you know that there's robots during King Arthur's court? And then fucking, like, Charlie Hunnam Listen, comes don't, in. And like, don't, don't, because you're going to sell me it, and I'm going to see it, and it's going to break my soul. I don't want it to happen. I have to do everything I want I can to avoid seeing Transformers 5. Good. I don't want to see it, so I'm not helping you at all. You are, because you keep fucking talking King Arthur shit, and I know that's just that it can't be done, but if Charlie Hunnam comes over with a blue sword, I'm like, alright, I'm done. Be like, <coughs> I'm gonna freeze time. Could <laughs> <laughs> no. you imagine if Swigs in, saves the day, saves Bumblebee's life, cuts up Optimus and little itty bitty pizza? Whatever. Whatever, man. So, cars next week. I mean, cars in general. <laughs> Listen, if you want carte blanche, you gotta see Cars 3. I might just to get carte blanche. <laughs> you don't understand yeah, I'm how telling you. Listen, like, I, I mean, like it's, I, am, I, am, I am fairly fucking certain that I spit on your graves on Netflix and I will make you watch that. I figured a horror movie would be handled if it was carte blanche, but I'm gonna have to make you earn it. <laughs> oh, no I, cars three. I might earn it. Everyone, if anyone watches this, leave comments. Let me know if I need to get carte blanche and find the worst fucking horror movies you can that are streaming. And no fucking cheating. No fucking cheating because I'll probably see Cars three this weekend, and I'm gonna fucking quiz his ass. So you can't just give him a rundown of the plot. That's bullshit. Everyone, DM me answers during the show. So that <laughs> I get quiz and shit. You're gonna earn that carte blanche. But uh, okay. blood, blood drive, days of thunder, fucking American gods. Watch American gods. I can't stress that enough. And uh, we'll see you next week, I suppose. Is that yeah. all you have? That's all I got. Uh, bananas and pineapple. Banana pineapple.